You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, I got to tell you, it was good to actually have some like real baseball related content to talk about, even though they weren't (laughs) games or anything like that. I was I'm going to say I was all in. I was fully dipped into the MLB draft for, I think, the first time ever. I I pretty much watched or listened to rounds one through five in entirety, just like it was the NFL draft or the NBA draft. Like I was into it, man. I don't know about you, but I've never never done that i mean i i didn't do as much as you did right <laughs> um because i'm trying to catch up on that last dance uh but good man, it good was choice exciting. by the way yeah <laughs> yeah uh but man it's exciting it's exciting to get some baseball on your screen even if it's just high schoolers and college kids uh mm-hmm. highlight clips whatever uh but no it was really fun and, I, and i'm thrilled to speak to you today about you know the race future really Yeah, and kind of going through a quick rundown of the draft again. The Rays had six picks in the five rounds. They had that extra compensation pick in the first round. So at uh, 24, they took Nick Bitsko. Uh, I I keep wanting to call him Nabisco. Like that's, I think that's got to be his nickname going forward. Nick Bitsko, uh, high schooler, 17 years old, reclassified uh, as a senior. Um, He's only thrown 33 innings in high school, but he throws hard. He's big. He's got a lot of projectability. Uh, I think that's a solid choice. Um, at 37, they took uh, shortstop Alica Williams out of Arizona State. In the second round, they took uh, left-handed pitcher Ian Seymour out of Virginia Tech. Third round, they took uh, right-handed pitcher Hunter Barnhart out of a high school in California. Their fourth-round pick was another shortstop, Tanner Murray, out of University of California, Davis. And their fifth-round pick was right-handed pitcher Jeffrey Hackinson out of UCF, also a Tampa native, uh, played at Tampa Jesuit High School. So on the whole, what do you think of how the Rays did in this year's draft? Again, we won't know four, five, six years the results of this, but just on the surface and and reading about the players and and what you've heard so far, what, what do you think? Well, I think that they looked at the draft and said, okay, where's the most talent? That's the pitching class. Mm-hmm. Let's stock up. The Rays, as we all know, have a great system uh, already, and they've done pretty well with arms, uh, developing yes. them. So, of course, they're going it, it to was, – it was made to fit. You know, It, mm-hmm. it was custom-made. Now, the shortstops, I, I was a little bit surprised uh, about both uh, shortstop picks. But reading a little bit more about them, looking at some some video, man, that Alika Williams, apparently, dude, he's got glove and an arm. I mean, he mm-hmm. can already play uh, defensive uh, shortstop in, in the major leagues. I mean, this guy's good with the glove. Now, the, the bat has to 
come alive somewhat, but I do like his patience at the plate. Yeah. Dude and contact does not strike out. You know how I hate the strikeouts. Mm-hmm. This guy is anti strikeout and I love that. And you know, that's a great point you bring up because you see that the Rays draft two shortstops in their five rounds, six picks overall. And you say, well, the Rays already have Willie Adamas. They already have Wander Franco. You can go even further and say they they acquired Xavier Edwards. They drafted Greg Jones in the first round last mm-hmm, year. They have mm-hmm. Lucius Fox. They have Adele Bruhan. They, they have a lot of guys. I mean, it's all about best player available. It's all about who knows what the team's going to look like four, five, six years from now. First right. of all, we don't know how much longer Willie Adamas is going to be on the team. If he doesn't sign an extension, he could be trade bait um wander franco who knows if he's even going to be a shortstop at the next level maybe for a little bit but he's already a big body he may be moving right. to third or he may be moving to center field all those other guys you can move around a little bit and, and sometimes it just works out where high school college kids they wind up playing shortstop they're the best athlete on their team best player on their team they're going to be put at shortstop and then when they get to the pros you move them to third or you move them to second or you move them somewhere else like bj upton what coming up in the minor leagues was a shortstop and he moved all all the way around so and that i mean in college it happens as well you know longoria was a shortstop but Mm -hmm. you know tula was there so they get you know go 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 cover the hot corner longo that's how things happen and and so they went for the best athlete on the field, which is the shortstop. They went with arms, which they're really good at developing mm-hmm. them. Now, I will say this. Yes. Their first pick in Nick Bitsko is high risk, high reward. The guy never pitched as an upperclassman. Let's be okay. Yes. Let, I'm gonna throw out the cons. I will say pros, but let's let's throw yeah, out yeah. The, the risk here. Okay. Dude's 17. Uh-huh. Uh never threw as an upperclassman. You didn't see him in any sort of action uh, th- this year because of the pandemic. You saw what? Instagram videos of him, basically. <laughs> yeah. Instagram clips of him throwing 98 or whatever. Uh, so, I mean, that that's already risky. It's already risky to, to get a high school pick as your number mm-hmm. one yeah. pick. Uh, but this guy even more in an arm. I mean, so there's a lot of risk involved. Now, the the, the pro side... Dude's already built, like yes. we said the other day. I mean, the, the guy's 6'4", 220, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ain't going 6'8", six, <laughs> six, right. already. You know, you already know what how he's going to fill out um, most, most likely. The guy has a really power fastball, high upper 90s, good command, great curveball. I mean, the pitchability is there. And now, with he could take his time, mm-hmm. his real slow time, his Tim Beckham time in the minors of five years or something like that he would still be 22 years old making his debut and and have all the development behind him i mean high risks but the reward could be great and i think the thing about this pick was first of all in the Rays' second first round pick alica williams that was the safe non-risky okay we got a guy who hits for contact right and he's got superb defense we know he's going to be a pro he's probably not going to be an all-star may not even be an everyday player but we know he'll probably crack a 26-man roster here or there so they're like okay we we've got we got the one pro there now let's really take a big risk here or right. what is perceived as a risk in a 17-year-old. And I got to say, you know, yeah, that that is a question mark that he's only thrown 33 high school innings I mean, throughout his career. He's 17 years old. He reclassifies. <laughs> but in, in that's where a lot of the, the makeup stuff and maturity 
comes into effect and hearing this guy talk and how he's all in with analytics. And he, he sounds like he's a college senior when in, in, in interviews and things like that. And I think that was a big thing for the race, because if you look at like the prospect rankings, a lot of these fan graphs, MLB.com, all these places were like, yeah, he's a top 20 player. It's just about which team is going to be, is going to be risky, risky enough to pull the trigger on him. And the Rays are like, why not? We, we think we can develop and project high school arms. And that's a trend we've seen for the last couple of years now with the Rays taking top flight picks that are high schoolers um, like Matt Liebertor. Now, of course, he's been traded since J.J. Goss. I mean, there's guys that they're taking out of high school now. I think this is their new maybe inefficiency or, or new skill set in the draft. Um, so, be, but I mean, still, it's still risky, man. Yeah. I mean, it's I love the 17. pick though. I'm going to be, I'm going to say this. I love the pick. I don't know who else you would necessarily get there. I guess that Jared Walker kid, uh, um, Jared Kelly. Yeah. Jared Kelly. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. He was still actually, he didn't get taken until 46. So he yeah. slid a little bit, but I mean, high school for high school. I mean, they say you look at this guy, he's 17 years old. That that's another extra year. I mean, there's a lot, there's a Get him in that minor league development program and and see how much harder he can throw. Um, see what he can do with the breaking pitches. Like I, I do. At the end of the day, I love the pick because at least they. I, I feel like they went a little bit safer with the rest of the draft. I think the the rest of the draft was a little bit safer. I mean, I think they did a really good job by putting Alika Williams in their second pick because mm-hmm. you get the best defensive shortstop. It, Considered by many uh, in right. the draft, right? So, so you're getting the best out of something, you know, and yeah. that's always a good thing to have, to, to have if you if you pick the guy with most power, with 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 most control, you pick yeah. the best defensive shortstop. And- that's a really good. So you got your safe spot, like you said. But the Nick Betsko is high risk. But I mean, again, which team do you want a high risk, high reward arm? Mm-hmm. Do you want it with, with 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 the Red Sox? You want it with the Cubs? You want it with with the Padres? I want it with the Rays. Yeah, and not because I'm a fan of the Rays. It's just because de- developmentally, they've they've shown time and time again that they know how to work arms. They know how to work mm-hmm. arms. So why not get a kid who you know could take his again? He could take his time. He could Five take six years, years seven years. Five, he and, he and could take still, the Tim Beckham route where he spends like <laughs> nine years in the minors and he'd still right. be really young. And exactly. that's why I think, I, again, I'm I'm cool with the pick. I'm fine with it. And, yeah. and with the MOB draft, we just don't know. It's not like... And besides, isn't this year kind of wacky in the quirky. sense that... It, it, I think a lot of teams, and the Rays included, they took their first pick as in like, well, you know what? Let's play the lottery. Let's yeah. play the lottery because like, you know, the, the Astros are not taking a pick. I don't think the Red Sox took a pick. Mm-hmm. So, and ultimately, it'll be a five-round thing. So, there are going to be many arms, many, many players available to be signed for $20,000. And if they don't get signed, nobody can sign them either. So, yeah. it's it's kind of a, 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 a draft with an asterisk yeah. of sorts. And, and they said, you know what? Why don't we play with this money, house money? Yeah. And really, the big thing, too, with him is just how does he, how does he deal with failure? Because he's going to... It, when he gets to the minors, it'll be the first time he's probably ever failed in his right. career at baseball. And I'm sure the Rays did their homework on that and and looked into. I mean, if he reclassified and said, I'm ready, I'm this competition, it's not for me. I need something tougher. I need to be challenged. And I think that's a testament to what he can do. Also, just throwing this out there, maybe, maybe just 17 years old, possible two-way player as a sophomore 
out of that high school in Pennsylvania, batted 450. And he says he wants to continue swinging the bat as long as he can. I mean, he's got the strength for it. So I, I think at the end he's of the day, the he'll, wind up being a, he'll wind up being a pitcher. But basically, here's how I sum up the Reyes six picks, okay? Hard-throwing high schoolers, college pitchers with unique deliveries, and defense first shortstops with contactability. That's what they did in this draft, and I'm cool yeah. with it. Yeah, I, and, and you know what? I think because of the the shortstop picks – Look, there's the new thing to do now with analytics and and being a, a fan of a team is like loving your prospects more than you do your own mother, uh, mm-hmm, yeah. and it's like the new fad now. Like, I oh, know I gotta I gotta love my prospects. <laughs> I can't I can't I can't trade them away. Uh, Rays fans, get used to trading your picks. You can't fi- field your whole team with middle infielders. Yes. They have like 10, 12 deep. It's crazy. Deep and like good guys. I mean, is Taylor Waltz ever going to be wearing a raised uniform? I didn't I even mention know. him. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I didn't even mention him. So is, is Xavier Edwards ever, uh, you know, slapping yeah. uh, something, some, some balls out there in Tropicana Field? Maybe not. I mean, mm-hmm. Vidal Bruhan. I mean, are the, these guys are, are, could be trade pieces for something else. And I think race fans need to. All baseball fans, but yeah. specifically race fans with the with the surplus of middle infielders, get ready to see some trades. I mean, you can't just field uh, a, a baseball team with shortstops and second basements because you're saying, oh, well, they, they, they all don't have to play shortstop, but they all don't have to play left field or right field. Like right. The, the, the versatility can only go so far. Yeah. I, I think it, for them, it's really about stockpiling talent, then figure out what to do with them later. If you yes. if you've got room to trade them, I, that's why they made the Matt Liebertor trade. They're like, we exactly. got enough pitchers in our farm system, we can make this move and acquire two big leaguers uh, and, and acquire and, Alika Williams next. Yeah, year. <laughs> exactly. So it really, I mean, it's it's amazing what they're doing right now. Number one farm system in baseball. They seem to be doing something right now. Ulysses, did you watch the ESPN feed or the MLB Network feed? MLB Network. Only okay. when the Rays were going to pick. I, I, I stayed close yeah. to Twitter and then and then logged down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I watched I, – I pretty much had ESPN on my iPad the entire time. And I got to say – How was it? They're beefing up their, their MLB content. content. But between what they did with the wild card game, with mm-hmm. the, the stat ca- – or the stat – That was so fun. cast, whatever it's called. Like, they did a great job with that. But they really went all out. I mean, they had they, – they've got nothing else to broadcast. So they're like, we might as well – bringing everybody eduardo perez kylie mcdaniel a couple of college baseball analysts and i thought i mean they, they it was it was very very professional how they did it it's like they had been doing it. it it was coverage they merited the coverage like it was the nfl draft and i'm and i'm awesome. really glad that they did that and i'm sure it's going to be theirs and mlb network's most viewed mlb draft of all time i'd love to see yeah. the numbers on that um real quickly on twitter we put out a poll Uh, And again, we won't know four or five, six years at least. How would you grade the Rays 2020 MLB draft and why? Uh, 42% of respondents gave the Rays an A, 36% a B, 15% a C, and 6% a D or an F. Uh, Nick Labreco, I hope I'm pronouncing that right on Twitter, uh, comments, high upside pitching, Bitsko especially, in the shortstop keep the trend of current top position player prospects in the system. More Williams than Murray, in my opinion. I love the pitchers. I give it an A. So I think Rays fans, for the most part, overwhelmingly are pleased with how the Rays did in this now, draft. That 7% of voters that said DRF, I want to talk to you. 
yeah. of all, what happened? Was it a bad breakfast? Did you, did you just not have a good day at work? What happened? D- DNF, come on. DNF. You got to explain yourself if you're going to put a DNF. And and maybe, maybe it's maybe just Maybe it's because AL- a Red Sox fan? Is it a That's Yankee fan? <laughs> and I they're like, no. Nah. I think our poll got hijacked by uh, Yankees, Red Sox, maybe some Astros fans. Who knows? Just any, uh, any rivals of the Rays. Um, do want to mention this real quickly. So we talked about some of the locals who had a chance to be drafted yeah. a couple of days ago, and several of them did. Um, Steinbrenner High alum and FSU uh, product C.J. Van Eyck was taken in the second round by the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays just, just love drafting yeah. Tampa area kids. I think that's the thing. I mean, Bo Bichette, Nate Pearson, the list goes on and on. Uh, Jackson Miller out of Mitchell High School was drafted in the third round by the Cincinnati Reds. Um, USF and Bishop McLaughlin product Carson Ragsdale was taken in the fourth round by the Phillies. Now, interestingly, Tommy Mace out of Sun Lake High School and the University of Florida went undrafted, so he is likely going to be returning to school. And they say he's probably going to be a first round draft pick next year for his senior year. Yeah, he'd he'd return. I mean, I don't think he's taking a twenty thousand dollar offer uh to to go to the pros i think what happened is as he started to slide in the draft he was probably telling teams or there's probably his agent probably got the word out okay if you pick him in the fourth fifth round you better offer a hell ton of a lot of money otherwise he's going to be returning to school he wants second round money he wants (laughs) first round money he doesn't want you know two hundred thousand dollars or whatever it's going to be and a lot of teams were like okay well i guess we'll see you next year (laughs) yeah pretty much and um yeah there's no doubt he's going to be a top draft pick next year and that university of florida team is just i mean we we should just hand him the the national championship he is returning another uh, big kids returning they're gonna have that incoming freshman class it's just amazing what they're doing mike zanino will be happy i'll i I know that um okay i I think we we cover the the mlb draft as best we could we'll check back uh june 12th 2025 (laughs) and give you an update if anybody else has some thoughts you know we would love to hear them and maybe discuss them on the show so you know email us at uh, locked on race at gmail.com or show uh you know dm us uh, on Mm -hmm. instagram or on twitter because you know we we always want to get some some fan interaction here and again for trivia as well we have trivia today and so if you want to play trivia with us please do so great tease baseball trivia coming up next rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet so whether it's your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Well, Ulysses, I think here's an idea. You know, with coming off of the MLB draft, Built Bar should team up with the most jacked MLB draft pick out there and then Ooh. build a campaign around them. Maybe uh, a Jared Kelly, perhaps. That might be a guy, yeah. Or uh, who, who was the other guy we had uh, in the mock? Hmm. What's his face? Walker, right? Right, Jordan Walker. Two. Uh, you have one guy, 6'3", 215. Jordan Walker, 6'5", 220. Those probably would be two pretty good <laughs> candidates for sure. Um, 
we, we've been telling you about Built Bar for more than a month now. They taste like a candy bar. They're healthy. They're covered in chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. You know, you're getting low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Um, it's actually a protein bar that's tasty instead of um, sometimes you're, you're, you know, I've had a lot, I've had a lot of protein bars in my day. And sometimes it's like, you almost smash your teeth biting into some of those things. Other times they're just chalky and just quite frankly, don't taste good. And sometimes they're not even that healthy. They're just loaded with sh- like, you look at the nutrition. sugar. <laughs> yeah. It's like 35. It's, it's basically a glorified candy bar with a little bit right. of protein, but not built bar. I mean, you look, you, you pick one up, you look at the nutrition facts, you see 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, just three grams of sugar and three grams of net carbs. And, I mean, you can basically try a flavor, try a different one every day of the month, and and you won't be you won't be bored with all the different flavors they have. To try them for yourself, go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on, and that'll get you ten dollars off your first order. Again, use promo code locked on, and that'll get you ten dollars off your first order at builtbar.com. Okay, Ulysses, baseball trivia time. It's been a while. Yes, since uh, we grilled each other, we had what John Cook all the way from Australia last week. That was a right. that was a fun fun trivia segment, yeah. if I may say so myself. And again, it's still open ended for listeners out there if they want to jump on and join us on the Hot trivia seat. segment. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes we got to get back to grilling each other a little bit, make right. sure we we remain in our place and so on. Well, of course, I mean, all week we've been talking about the MLB draft. So why not an MLB draft themed trivia show? Trivia. Yeah. With MLB draft components mixed in. And I've got a little bit of uh, a little bit of a raised tint. Okay. And just some general MLB draft trivia as well. So I've got about seven or eight questions um, and I can give you hints as need be. And, and go from there. And again, uh, thank you, MLB.com, for uh, for giving me some ideas and thoughts. Some of these I looked up on my own and was like, okay, this might be a good one. Other one, other ones I just ripped straight off of just doing some deep diving into MLB.com. I'm going to be honest. You've literally banned me from MLB.com. I know. Because I, I, I'm, I'm afraid that if I go on MLB.com, I'm going to see a trivia question here and there that, that might pop up in, the, in, our, in our segment. I'm sorry. There's a lot of other outlets, though, you can go to. You're right, and that's what I've been doing. (laughs) Yeah, you got to. Um, Okay, so without further ado, here we go. Um, Who was the last left-handed pitcher taking number one overall in the draft? I'm going to go with David Price. Very good. Off to a roaring start. Back in, do you know the year? I'm going to say 2007. Very good. Very good. Okay. Okay. Um, related to that, how many times have the Rays had the number one overall pick in their entire franchise history? Uh, well, I'm going to go with two. Take another guess, a little bit higher. Uh, remember, the, the Rays have been, they had been, they were bad before. Oh, they were right, the Devil right. Rays at, at one point, if you remember. I'm going to go with got four. Expansion. Perfect. Four. Follow-up question to that. Can you name them? You've already got one. David Price David in Price, 2007. Evan Longoria. No, nope, not Evan Longoria. 
Oh man, strike one. Okay, dang. Um, gonna go with Josh Hamilton. Yes, 1999. Two more. Oh, of course, Tim Beckham. Tim Beckham, 2008, and one Who more. Could yes. And um, can you tell me the year, perhaps? The year I feel like I'll say this: early 2000s. Okay. Um, he had a brother that played in the big leagues before him for quite a while same initials first and last name um i can give you i can keep giving you hints if you want well it can be bj because bj was the old no not bj upton here let me let me throw this out there uh twins trade and then he later delman young yes delman young Wow, he was a first overall. overall. Wow. Yes. Yes, he was. I'm not speaking out of turn because his brother is Dimitri Young, correct? You got me there. I'm pretty sure that I I hope I'm not. Let me let me kind of do a quick Google search here because I think pretty sure that's somebody somebody out here that's listening to this might already know the answer is like Kevin why did you say that or they're gonna be like yeah obviously guys yes. he is his brother Dimitri's younger brother is Delman Young okay I knew okay memory okay. recall right good there one. okay uh, very good okay um, here's a general one what is the only defensive position that has never been the listed position for a player taken number one overall in the MLB draft. And this isn't a trick question with designated hitter. So like what is the only defensive position that has never been the listed main position for a player taken number one overall in the MLB draft? In other words, it's the guy's primary position that they play in high school or college. They may move on to another position later on for sure, but that, that I'm going to say one of the outfield bit. positions, the corner outfielder, so I'm going to say left left field. Good try, um, but incorrect. Uh, okay, I like that. And right field? <laughs> okay, not in the outfield. Okay. Um, relief pitcher? Also... Offensive positioning. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, strike two. I'll go with... I don't know. This is Think about question. like, yeah, it's tough. Second base? Yes, yeah, second base. Okay. And it makes sense if you think about it. Like most yeah. guys, it's like, okay, they're the, they're the best player on their team in high school or college, most athletic. They play shortstop. Later on, okay, we can move them over to second base or something right. like that. So it's it's just one of those interesting things. Good okay. Okay. Um, little of a follow-up to that um, and kind of along the lines of the David Price question. Who was the last first baseman, the last first baseman selected first overall in the MLB draft? And I can give you hints because this is very just wide open. If you give me the year, 2000. Like there. 2000. So he made his debut probably like in 02 if he was really good uh, as a first baseman, though. And did you say left-handed, or you didn't say that? Uh, no, but he was, yes, left-handed. A left-handed. And I've got a lot of hints here to help you along the way. Well, okay, give me, give me a couple more. Okay. Uh, well, this isn't super important. He was drafted by the Marlins, but he never played for the Marlins in the big leagues. I'll say this. Um, 
He officially retired, I guess, in 2018. Finished with a 43.6. Man, you are so close with the name. The first name's right. Adrian. Oh, Adrian Gonzalez. Very good. Yes. Nice. I got. I said lefty, and then first baseman, and it said Beltre. God. No, what that was Jeopardy music will do to you. That yes, was very good, gone. though. Yeah, 317 okay. career home runs. Sneaky, not a sneaky good. I mean, he was really good for a long. We just forget about him. I mean, that, that's yeah. just how we are with baseball sometimes. Um, okay, uh, I I think we've discussed this before, but I I figured it was worth bringing up again. Garrett Cole was taken by the Pirates with the number one overall pick in the 2011 draft. Which team took him in the first round of the 2008 draft but failed to sign him? The Yankees. You would be correct. It was the Yankees. How how do you draft that kid in the first round and let him get away from you? I, in the money, right? I'm, I'm guessing yeah. they, just, they, they just weren't there for him, and he's like, nah, fam, I'm good. And now, what, uh, more than 10 years later, they're giving him $300 million. <laughs> I guess they had given him, a, so I, I looked this up, they had given him an offer, represented by Scott Boris, by the way, upwards of, of $4 million, and he didn't take it. I mean, you got to have, you got to be pretty confident in your abilities. Like, I know that's sort of like a lowball offer, I guess, maybe for that pick, but he's like, nah, I'm not, I, I'm going to college for that. I'm not, hey, unless you give me five or six or seven, Right. I'm what going to college you, you know what? Nah, $4 million. Yeah. And that 18 year old kid was like, no, I'm okay. I'll go get right. an education for a couple of years. Yeah. Live that college life. Wait, I've got an opportunity to uh, play baseball and you're going to give me four mil up front. Oh, okay. Where do I sign? Like, yeah, right? I, I, maybe his family had money. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of different and other factors there, but that is a kid that was like, no, in three years, I know I'm going to be really good and I'm going to be drafted again. And of course he was. And we see, well, of course, the Pirates couldn't really figure him out, but that's neither here nor nor there, nor they can they figure out any other pitcher. But for the Yankees, good, uh, good things come yeah. to those who wait, I guess, and for those who have big wallets. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of times, like you'll see, like okay, the kid gets drafted out of high school in like the fifteenth round, but they can't. Okay, we'll throw one hundred fifty k at you, and they're right. like, no, I'm right. going to go to college. You understand that, and even you, then, though, I mean, some kids are going to be like, yeah, yeah one fifty k, let's go, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I believe in myself. KK was like that; he believed yeah. in himself and now he's making millions there's a lot of guys like that um okay another sort of uh similar question to that the white Sox drafted chris sale in the first round in 2010 which team selected him in the 21st round of the 2000 draft out of lakeland high school but did not sign him can you repeat the year again yeah so which team drafted chris sale uh, in 2007 in the 21st round, but they were unable to sign him. Similar to the Garrett Cole Yankees thing, but... I'm going to go with the Red Sox. Incorrect. I will say this team is in the National League, and I've got to say, um, besides the money that was probably offered, it's probably a good decision that a pitcher doesn't go here or go to this place if they can avoid it. So we're talking about a little sandbox in the NL... In the NL, so you got Philly, you got. It could be nature Colorado. as well. I'm yes, go the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> okay. Yes, the band box <laughs> that is in the uh, 
Yes, the, the yeah, air good just for pushes him. <laughs> home runs out. Yeah, I think that was a smart move. Of course, he went on to uh, FGCU. Actually, didn't your sister know him or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister played for FGCU, uh, the tennis team over there. So they they rubbed shoulders while they were at FGCU for sure. Small world. And I think one of our mutual friends played with Chris Sale or was, I mean, at least went to the same high school or, or they something. They went to the same. Lines. Yeah, our friend, uh, he, he was a freshman while Chris Sale was a senior in Lakeland. Uh, high school, I forget which, which high school. Is it Lake, Lakeland, high school? yeah. <laughs> Lakeland, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, they were freshmen senior, and so he also <laughs> rubbed uh, shoulders with, with Chris Sale. If I had to guess, Chris Sale must have been like, what, 130 pounds in high school? Like, if he's as stick thin as he we is right ask, now. Uh, we should ask uh, Brandon that question. <laughs> yeah, like, just unbelievable how he's got a fast metabolism. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, okay, this is uh, the final question I have. Um, Perry's chiming in there in the background. There he is. Uh, how many players were chosen before Mike, Dra- Mike Trout in the 2009 draft? So in other words, you're trying to guess what number that Trout was picked and how I'm many guys would have been picked before him. I'm going to say he was the number four pick. Think lower. As in, okay, low. Okay, so 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 a lot more teams missed out on him. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm gonna go go with he was pick number eight. Think way lower. Think like bottom of the first. Get out. Oh my god. It's yes. uh, see pick number twenty six. R- r- you're right there. Twenty fifth overall. Get out. Nine draft. So no, in other words, did not deductive reasoning. Twenty-four players were selected before him. What year? What he, was he selected in? What draft? Two thousand nine draft. Okay, so we can't put that on the Rays because they were they they were picked number. No, they nine. picked. Yeah, for what it's worth, the the Rays <laughs> drafted Levon Washington at number thirty. He ended up not even signing with the team, so they basically exactly. just didn't get their first round pick. But. I think oh, it was so just a, like so just like the the Houston Astros this year. Right. Basically, yes, <laughs> yeah, and or the uh, the Red Sox don't, or the Red Sox was a second round pick, right? I think. Uh, uh, we don't. It, it's so minimal we don't even remember it. <laughs> um, here's some of the notable names, though. That uh, man, we've got. I've got. I've got like a kennel back here with all the dog yeah, you do. <laughs> Oh my god! Are you in a rescue? Well, what's going on there? Yeah. Oh my god! I think someone's knocking at the door, interrupting the podcast here. Uh, okay. Strasburg was taken number one overall. Zach Wheeler number six. Mike Miner number seven. Mike Leak number eight. Drew Storen ten. AJ Pollock seventeen. Shelby Miller nineteen. Kyle Gibson twenty-two. And right before. Mike Trout was taken at number 24 overall, Randall Grichuk. So there were actually I mean, some good names in that in that first round, but nothing compared. You could probably add up every guy's war <laughs> yeah. selected before Trout and probably wouldn't equal it wouldn't what half. Mike Trout has. It wouldn't yeah. equal half. I mean, and, and there are some good names in there, uh, uh, of course, but yes. man, yeah, that's 24 teams that mm-hmm. have been basically sad and depressed for the last, uh, what, 10 years now? 
Pretty much, yeah. And I guess it, it must have been Mike Trout from New Jersey, maybe small town. It was like, well, do, do we think this guy? He's probably batting like 800. It's like, well, how, how yeah, well will Jersey, he do though. against good yeah. competition? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, how would he do against Florida high schoolers and in college and everything like that? Turns out, I think he did okay and is doing <laughs> Just okay for himself. All right. That wraps up this edition of Locked on Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you next week.